The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is James Sasso of Free and Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. So far, Pastor Chris has been talking a lot about how this is a season of suddenlies, of sudden manifestations and harvests, and the manifestations of businesses and the transfer of wealth. And she has been working really hard in preparing us to receive and be a part of this great change of influence and affluence so that we will be able to take our position where God wants us to be in our area of influence. 2021 is a huge year moving forward, so it's very important that we continue to pray and focus on what God has for us. On that note, Today we're going to be looking at one of our past Wednesday evening services where Pastor Chris brings up a point along this line, where we look back at the apostles and how they were led by the Holy Spirit and through them following the leading and instruction of God were able to influence those around them. Always bear in mind that God will use us where we are now so we must always be in prayer. So without further ado, let's listen in to Pastor Chris. No wonder our flesh doesn't like being led by the Holy Spirit because you cannot take credit from it. But I'm telling you, if you want to have fun in your life, if you don't feel like you don't have enough time in the day to consider and to hear and see the goodness of God, be led by the Holy Spirit. That's God's ways of doing things. The Holy Spirit will never mislead you. And of course, in spite of the challenges, you always think positive. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such thing. You might want to put that in your business plan so that you'll remain positive. And another one that you need to put in your business plan so that you know the result and you know what to do. And you're always going to consult him. Isaiah 55 Verses 8 through 11. Said, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declared the Lord. He was saying, mine are better. Guarantee God is make you look so good and make you look so anointed and so smart when you obey him. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. 10. This is the intentionality of God. Everything 
whether what we expect them happen in this country, you always remember God always has intention and always have a reason. So if the reason is the body of Christ, that we need to do something, we have to find that out and implement it. You understand what I'm saying? For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and make it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So the word is, United States of America will turn to righteousness. That will never be returned void because it is in the perfect will of God. And the result is this. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountain and hills will burst into song before you. Remember what I've been saying, that I am concerned about the land because the land reacts whether there is so much wickedness in the land or if there is so much goodness in the land. Right now, it is reacting. Everything is shaking right now so that the things of God shall remain. But in the same time, we need to focus on what we're supposed to be doing or saying. So if we obey God's ways of doing things, the promise is we will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountain and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. The whole creation groans for the manifestations of the sons of God. And just like what Nicole said, who are the sons of God? Romans 8.14. Those that are led by the Holy Spirit, they are the sons of God. And instead of the thorn bush will grow the pine trees, and instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown. This is for us. For an everlasting sign which will not be destroyed. There will be a manifestation as you and I will move forward in the things of God. There will be manifestations here on earth that it will be an everlasting sign because of what we did. And there will be a lot of things that will manifest that's never been recorded in the history of the church. So, more than likely... One of it is the transfer of wealth and influence. It's never been done before in this kind of magnitude. It's never been recorded in the history of the church. Are you getting this? What was recorded in the book of Acts is the Holy Spirit was moving because the disciples focused in preaching the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and preaching about the kingdom of God. And Jesus worked with them with signs following. So the new converts who became their disciples felt led up the Lord and said, we're going to finance this because this is so good. Because why? Their lives got changed. And the lives of others got changed. 
So they saw the fruits in the apostles or in the disciples of our Lord. So they sold land voluntarily and they laid the proceeds on the apostles' feet. That was recorded, but not the transfer of wealth in this kind of magnitude. Before, probably for one or two or three, but not in this magnitude. I just want to encourage you that no matter what, whatever your situation is, if you obey God and if you focus on him, he will turn things around, okay? You know this story in Acts chapter 27. Starting with Acts chapter 27, I'm going to read from NLT. When the time came, we set sail for Italy. Paul and several other prisoners were placed in the custody of a Roman officer named Julius a captain of the imperial regiment. Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica, was along with us. We left on a ship whose home port was Adramatium on the northwest coast of the province of Asia. And down to verse 3. The next day we docked at Sidon. Julius was very kind to Paul and let him go ashore to visit with friends so they could provide for his needs. So already, Paul was given a special favor that he was let go to be with his friends and go off the ship. Putting out to sea from there, we encountered the strong headwinds that made it difficult to keep the ship on course. So we sailed north of Cyprus between the islands and the mainland. And you know the story. Paul was praying. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, don't worry, Paul. You're going to present yourself to Caesar in Rome. It means to say that he's not going to die. And then the Lord has given all the people that are in the ship to him. So he went and told the commander. At first, they did not listen to him. So they lost commercially. But nobody died, not even one of those crews, because they did not listen to Paul. If they listened to Paul, everything was intact. They did not suffer any financial losses. But they suffered financial losses. But afterwards, they landed in the island of Malta. And since it was raining, so they decided to build a bonfire. And you know that a viper attacked Paul and he just shook the viper and everybody's saying this must be a bad person because look at him it's just like he's still being punished for his sin or for his wickedness look at the viper and then when Paul shook the viper and lived now he's a god could you imagine less than 24 hours From criminal to being really wicked to a God. That's suddenly, and that will change. Though weeping lasts for the night, but in the morning, there will be joy. It means to say that it's not going to last long. Whatever you're dealing with right now, you focus on God, right? And then the richest man in that island heard about it. And I think the father-in-law was sick. And Paul healed him. So when they set sail to Italy, 
Paul had an offering, received an offering, and they put him to a ship named Alexandra, which is the most expensive and modern ship in those times. Are you getting this? From the prisoners, because of the anointing, because he heard from God, and he was praying for everybody at the ship instead of, oh, if they're going to die, I'll be a free man. Right? I'll be a free man. So why even care? But whatever is true, whatever is right, you think or meditate on these things. Because whatever you think in your heart is going to produce a corresponding action. So they landed in Italy. And the scripture said that Paul had enough money to rent a house to meet with the saints and disciple them while in Italy. That is a change of events. Could you imagine? God has a way of financing and providing resources to you. Okay? Obeying is the simplest thing. That's the only thing that we need to do. When you started concerned about what am I going to do with this, what if this, and what if that, you start being suspicious. You disobey Philippians 4, 8, and then you started doing your own things. Then you disobey Isaiah 55 again, that your ways are not my ways. That's not how God works. God will just tell you the end from the beginning. But he's not going to give you the whole caboodle. I'm going to give you $10 million for this. I'm going to give you a building. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No, you are going to walk it. Okay? So that you build your confidence. Okay, let's go to Acts chapter 28, verse 11. I said, it was three months after the shipwreck that we set sail on another ship that had wintered at the island, an Alexandrian ship with the twin gods as its figurehead. Verse 13, from there we sailed across to Regium. A day later, a south wind began blowing, so the following day we sailed up to the coast of Putoli. There we found some believers who invited us to spend a week with them, and so we came to Rome. The brothers and sisters in Rome had heard we were coming, and they came to meet us at the Forum on the Apian Way. Others joined us at the Three Taverns. When Paul saw them, he was encouraged and thanked God. When we arrived in Rome, Paul was permitted to have his own private lodging, though he was guarded by a soldier. And three days after Paul's arrival, he called together the local Jewish leaders. He said to them, brothers, I was arrested in, and he just told them what happened. And he ministered to them. He ministered first to the leaders. And down in Acts chapter 28, the last scripture 30 and 31, and said, for the next two years, Paul lived in Rome at his own expense. Two years. How did he do that, being a prisoner? 
the offering. He welcomed all who visited him, boldly proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ, and no one tried to stop him. A prisoner. And he wrote the epistle letter to the church in Rome. Until the day he died, he was preaching the gospel. And he knew. I said, I have finished my race. And there before me, a crown is waiting for me. Don't be concerned about, I might die, I might this. To die is with Jesus. And I don't know why, but when you're there, you're not concerned or worried about the family members that you left behind. Because you're with Jesus, and there are no fear or worry there. Because you know why? You know because Jesus loved them, and because you love them, they'll be taken care of. So we're not afraid of men anymore, because the Lord will give us a special favor, like he did with Paul, like we did with everything else. That will be fine. So focus on him so that you're not going to miss any good things. And that's where we'll end this clip. So, looking at everything here and everything that we've talked about in past things, we must remember to obey God and walk in faith and obedience. Obeying him is one of the simplest things we can do because his instructions are simple to follow. And at the same time, it will bring glory and honor to him while propelling us forward. If you look at the lives of the apostles, especially Paul, they followed the instructions of God. And despite the situation around them, despite everything that was going on, they were still able to reach a place of influence and power, despite themselves and despite others, and through their influence, they were able to minister through their actions. It was not just through words. It was not just through preaching. We can preach and tell people about how great God is and how much they need to repent and go before him, we can minister to people all we want, but if we do not have the actions, if we do not live the life to prove to them that God's way is better, if we can't reach a better position in our lives by following God, then our testimony will not hold solid ground before them. That is why when we put trust in God, he will propel us forward. When we honor his ways, or when we honor God, and when we go by his ways of doing things, we will reach a place of great influence to those around us, and we will find ourselves not lacking anything. And it is through our faith and our actions, and through the life that we live, that we will truly begin to minister to those around us, and to those who are lost. Remember that we are not all called to be pastors and prophets. We are not all called to minister to each other at the pews. But we are called to minister through the life we live to the area God has called us. That could be business. That could be politics. That could be the entertainment and media. 
That could be the sports industry. Wherever God has called you, he has a plan for you there. And by following through with what he has given us and told us to do, with the instructions that we have received, we will be propelled forward in ways we cannot imagine in those situations. Always keep in mind, God's ways are not our ways. And it is because God's ways are not our ways that we must walk in faith and obedience. So since God's ways are not our ways, that can also be said that God's ways are not the world's ways. So when we go forward with God's plans, it will not make sense by any way of the world's standard. We will not move up by the usual chain of doing things. So when it comes to the business plans we have set up, we need to be in prayer because when we move forward with our current life, God will propel us forward while glorifying him. Our obedience and actions will point towards him. And even as we look around us and we see the issues like, oh, but what about my bills? Oh, what about these things I need to take care of? I'm just so busy. We need to remember that God has given us the strength to overcome. We can do all things through him. He gives us strength. And when focusing and being obedient with God, you'll find that a lot of the troubles in your life right now will pale in comparison. They will just fade away as if they were nothing because God cares for those who follow him. So, with that in mind, continue to focus on the promises God has given us. Continue to pray and believe and continue to be open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Continue to look forward towards the future, focus on God, and stay in prayer. 2021 is going to be a great and exciting year moving forward, and trust me when I say you do not want to miss out. Amen? So, Father God, I thank you that we have heard the message today, we have heard the word, and we will move forward. We will focus completely on you, on what you are telling us to do, and we will grab hold of the opportunity you have laid out for us. We will stay in prayer and we will cut away any influences that are not of you. We will focus on your leading and your instructions while keeping our preconceived notions and ideas out of the way so that we can focus completely on your lead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What a good message that was. So, don't forget, if you would like to join us with our Sunday services or any of our services, that we now live stream them on YouTube and our website. If you would like to join in these live streams, we start on Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. And we also have services at 7 p.m. on both Sunday evening and Wednesday evening. You can find those live streams at SOGMI.org or you could find us on YouTube at SOGMI as well. Also, if you would like to sow a seed, you can go to SOGMI.org and click Donate. Remember that this program is made possible by listeners like you 
and your generous support. We will continue to move forward and continue to get the message out to you and those around the world with your help. And if you would like to listen to this message again or get caught up on any of the past broadcasts, we are also on podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and at SOGMI.org. We are continuing to update it and add more episodes to make sure you guys have access to everything. Thank you once again for tuning in. This has been James Sasso with Sons of God Ministries International and Freedom Fellowship Church filling in for Pastor Chris. God bless you for tuning in, and until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.